Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and if you can't tell, I'm in a great mood. I'm super excited about today's episode because we are officially launching our new legal success framework. So this is something we've been working on in the background and it has come about because clients have asked like, Hey, what is everything that I need to protect my business? And it's easy to just say, Hey, here's all the things you need, but to really break it down and it really explain how it all works and how it protects your business. That's a whole nother story. And that's what I'm covering today. But before we get to all the good stuff, I want to remind you that the legalpreneur membership, which is your all access pass. If you sign up for the annual plan for the month of December in the month of December, then you get our trademark course for free. So there's a ton of stuff covered in the legalpreneur. I don't want to go over all of it. So click the link in the show notes. It's thelegalpreneur.com. You can click the link, but basically you get unlimited emails. You get a 30 minute phone call with me every month and you get access to our contract vault. You get document review, you get a discount on legal services, basically everything a small business needs to have that peace of mind knowing that you're not going to get sued. So I, if I, I'm a little biased, but I think it's pretty awesome. And the value that you get is incredible. With the annual plan, you do get a 50% discount off trademark applications, plus you get a free trademark search. So seriously, the value with the annual plan is unreal. And we're throwing in that trademark course for free. So you can really learn the ins and outs of trademarks with that course and you can file them on your own. Go to legalpreneur.com, sign up for the annual plan that offer is only available for the month of December. And don't forget, of course, trademark prices are going up January one. So don't forget to get started with your trademarks before then. That way you can save money and not have to experience that price increase. Okay. So the legal success framework, like I said, this came about because clients would just come to me and not even just clients, like new people would come to me, brand new business owners, like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to launch my business, but I don't know the legal side. What what is everything that I need to know? How do I get all this done? What do I do? Asking all the questions. And yes, I can just throw it out there and say, this is everything you need, but really you have to learn what this does for your business, how it applies to your business and how it protects your business. So there's five steps to this framework. And I say steps and they're just a repeating five steps because as you'll see, you do it all over again. So number one is your setup. This is obviously setting up the business. Number two is the foundation. So this is the foundations of your business to ensure that it's running smoothly. Then you have growth. As you're growing in your business, you want to make sure these things are taken care of. Then we have enforcement. So once you have the growth part taken care of and you have things protected, you want to make sure you're enforcing everything that you have protected because as you'll learn in IP, intellectual property, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Then of course, after you're enforcing everything or as you're enforcing everything, then you want to go back and review everything 
which again, I'm going to dive deeper in just a second, but step number five is review because as you'll learn as a business owner, the legal stuff is never done. It seriously is never done. You always have to make sure you're taking care of the legal stuff or else you'll realize if you don't take care of it, you can get sued. You'll get that cease and desist letter. You'll get that takedown request. You'll experience the not so fun side of being a business owner. So let's dive a little deeper. Okay. So set up, this is step number one. Setting up is really just setting up the correct entity. Now, hopefully you've heard episodes on this before, but if you haven't set up anything with your state, then you're probably a sole proprietor. That means you and your business are one and the same. Your business is you. I do not suggest that. I always suggest being an LLC, which is a limited liability company as soon as possible. Now, the other structures that you can set up as a C-Corp, a full corporation. You can also set up a partnership, which I, I typically, if you're a small business, an LLC is the way to go. That's why I don't talk about partnerships or corporations much on the podcast. And that's because my audience is small business owners. And as a small business, an LLC is your best bet. If you are wanting more details about an LLC, go back to episode number three from the very beginning and go check that out. Now, along with entities, you also have your tax structure. So your tax structure, it can be different in business. So if you file your LLC and do nothing else, then you're being taxed the same way as if you were a sole proprietor. That's filing a Schedule C on your taxes, which I'm sure all of you have done. Now, if you are making a certain amount of money, then you may be able to file as an S-Corp to take advantage of some tax savings. And when you file as an S corp, you're saving on self-employment taxes. So if you are a sole proprietor or an LLC and you're filing the schedule C, unfortunately we're kind of screwed because you get double tax. You're paying income tax, you're paying self-employment taxes, but the way an S corp saves money is you pay yourself a reasonable salary. So you're an actual W2 employee. And this is how I'm set up. I pay myself a reasonable salary then everything on top of that is distributed to me, not through payroll. It's basically like a bonus. It's owner's pay, owner's draw, profit pay. There's a million names for it. And because that doesn't go through my W-2 pay, I don't have to pay self-employment taxes on that. You can save easily $15,000 a year in taxes. I mean, we're, I mean, I'm saving anywhere from 30 to $50,000 a year off of self-employment taxes because I have the S corp set up. So if you're making that certain amount of money, which I'm not here to tell you, Hey, you need to make this much money to save. That is definitely a question for your CPA. But if you're making decent amount of money, then you want to have that conversation with your CPA to find out, okay, where can I be saving on taxes? And I do suggest having a CPA that works with businesses, works with small businesses that can get you the maximum number of savings on your taxes. Cause Hey, that's why we're in business. Don't you want to save money and make money? Okay. So that is set up. You want to make sure you have the proper setup. So you have the proper entity and the proper tax structure. Next, we get to the foundations and the foundations. This is where we're making sure everything is running smoothly in your business. So we have contracts in place. You're taking the payments off the proper payment structure. And then this is where legalpreneur members get the best value because we're always making sure the foundations are laid properly for them. So if you are a member of the legalpreneur, you automatically get 
the contract vault, the full contract vault. So you get access to almost a hundred contract templates and you can use them as you need. You can also hire us to create a custom contract for you. Always use contracts. If you're not ready for the legalpreneur, you can still sign up for just the contract vault to get just the templates. There is no attorney client relationship for the contract vault, but it's still very, very valuable because you get the templates. Plus you get our Facebook group where you can ask general questions and I'm in there live every month answering your questions. Now for payments, this is where it gets a little tricky for business owners because everybody loves PayPal. For some reason, everybody loves PayPal. PayPal is not a good processor, especially for service providers. Now, if you ship products, if you own an e-commerce business and you ship products, PayPal is great. PayPal is fine. And if you, I'm not going to go into detail here, but go back and listen to my podcast episode on PayPal and why it sucks for service providers. <laughs> uh, don't come at me in my DMs or anywhere because I will prove you wrong and tell you why PayPal sucks. People come back at me all the time like, no, they say they protect service providers now. Do- trust me, you guys, if you haven't read the fine print, don't come at me because trust me, PayPal does not protect service providers no matter what they say. Their fine print clearly makes it obvious that they do not protect us. So if you are a service provider, never ever use PayPal because the customer can file a chargeback with PayPal. You can fight it and you can win. However, the customer can then go above and beyond PayPal straight to their credit card company and the credit card company will take that money from PayPal. And in turn, PayPal will take that money from you without giving you a chance to fight it again, even after you have already won that chargeback. So trust me, if you're a service provider, do not use PayPal. Use something like Stripe. I personally use Fortis. Fortis Pay, they are a great payment processor for service providers. They work with a lot of professional companies. Jonathan McAleese, he's one of the founders. We're great friends and he got me set up there. I'm actually, I think I'm going to get Jonathan on the podcast. That way you guys can hear from him about payments and why different payment processors do what they do and all the fees involved. So yes, I'm actually going to get him on the podcast. Okay. So That's foundations, contracts, payments, making sure you have really the day-to-day stuff running smoothly in your business. Next, we have growth, and that's where your intellectual property comes in, your IP, your trademarks, your copyrights, your patents. So as a brand new business owner, you want to make sure you're aware of the intellectual property you have. Now, as a brand new business owner, if money is an issue, I don't suggest filing for the trademarks or the copyright applications, or the patent applications. Maybe, maybe you do need to, especially patents. Those are more important to file right away. But for trademarks and copyrights, you may not need to file from day one if money is an issue. If money is not an issue, absolutely file from day one. But I'm usually working with small business owners who have a very limited budget. They have to stretch their money in so many different areas that it's just not feasible for them to file those applications until they have proof of concept. So that's why I say this falls under growth. So you're in your business for a while, you're making money, you're seeing the return. So now that's when it's time to go ahead and file those applications and getting those trademarks filed, copyrights, patents, everything. You can go back and listen to some previous episodes about why intellectual property is so important to protect. And what you'll realize is that even if you sell products, if you sell physical goods, your most valuable asset is intellectual property. That's why you have to protect it. Okay. So that's growth. Then we have enforcement. So this is actually enforcing what you have. So you have your intellectual property. Great. 
Now, in order to make sure you maintain that intellectual property, you have to enforce it. So you're out there looking for infringers. You're out there looking for people that need to be sent to cease and desist letter. Or maybe we just need to submit a takedown. Maybe you need to send a demand letter, somebody who hasn't paid you. All of those things go under enforcement. So this is compliance, making sure you're in compliance with you know any of the laws and rules. And then cease and desist letters, demand letters, basically ensuring that things are still running smoothly and you don't need to reach out to anybody else that's infringing on your brand. Then step number five is review. This is to make sure that everything is updated. Everything is up to date because a lot of times, especially as online business owners, we're on the move so often. Sometimes our address changes. Sometimes we decide to change the name of our company. Well, guess what? There's so much that has to be changed legally before those things happen. So review just means you're consistently reviewing your corporate documents, your business documents, your bank account information. Is the address correct? Do your contracts have the correct information about you, your business structure, your address, all things like that. Have things changed within your services where your contracts need to be updated? Because that happens a lot of times with our clients. Things change for them, but they forget to update their contract. So then when something goes wrong, they come to me and they're like, oh, they did this wrong and we changed this policy, but they didn't actually change it in the contract. They may have changed it outwardly, but the contract that was signed didn't reflect that new policy or provision. So now they can't enforce it because they didn't properly update the contract. So, and how often do you review? It's completely up to you guys. I suggest at least every six to 12 months, six months, depending on how often you're moving, how often things are changing, but at least once a year, I definitely suggest having a yearly review and making sure everything is correct and up to date. So there you have it, you guys, that is our five step legal success framework. We are in love with this. Clients are loving it. And in order to make sure you have this whole framework set up within your business and that you are legally protected, the Legalpreneur membership is for you. That is what we're covering in the Legalpreneur membership is making sure all these five steps are consistently being taken care of for you. So if you're interested in the Legalpreneur, click the link in the show notes or just go to thelegalpreneur.com, sign up. There's a monthly plan and an annual plan. Of course, if you sign up during the month of December, you get the trademark course for free. That's right, for free. All right, you guys, don't forget this legal success framework. I love it. I hope you love it. Make sure you're set up correctly. You have the foundations. You're protecting the things as you're growing. You are enforcing what you have and you're reviewing everything. All right, you guys, make sure to screenshot this. I would love to hear what you think about this new legal success framework on our Instagram. Tag me at Andrea Sager Law or at Legalpreneur. I'd love to celebrate you and just give you a huge thank you for listening to the podcast. All right, you guys, I'm out. I hope you all stay safe and have a wonderful week. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.